Hi, darlings. It's me, Ruma, and this is my podcast, Getting Effy. And well, let's see. With the change of seasons, as things get crisp, it gives us the notion that it is a new day, and things die and go away. And things come back, and it's a new day. I don't know what the frick I'm saying. Basically, welcome to autumn. It's October eleven, and well, we are talking about week ten in the Big Brother house. And well, we do know from the previous week that Tyler went packing to Drury, and as I've seen in some interviews. He seems okay with it. He's made the complete circle, and I have to say, darlings, he was pretty good about his eviction. He wasn't a spoilt sport. He went out like a chap. Darlings, we are on week ten, and an H O H is played. Well, the H O H was called the pumpkin basket. Blah blah blah. I don't even really know the exact term. All I know is that it looked like kind of a teeter totter. I don't know if that's what the Americans call it. Anyway, it was like what I would call a teeter totter, which is basically a, like a balance beam that's maybe not very steady and it can go up and down. You know, I hope you understand what I'm saying. And they had to fill the basket with different shapes of balls that were all like big or little pumpkins. Obviously, they're trying to stick with this whole. Autumn theme, and well, they made the the balls look like they were some sort of pumpkins. So they got right through it, as you know that Cody, being the previous HOH, could not play in this HOH. So Christmas and Memphis and Enzo and Nicole all were competing, and well, they went through and. Because now we're down to the final five, and well, they went all the way to the end. And it, by the way, when if you drop a ball, if you fall off the balance beam, if a ball does not go exactly where the basket is, that's it. You got to start all over again. It doesn't matter if you've done all the work for like twenty balls; you have to start all over again. So it's a Bloody difficult, aggravating thing, I guess. Competition-wise, I mean, you know, it looks like it's an annoying competition, like most of them in Big Brother. So they go all the way to the end, and Christmas is in the lead. Well, she's on her last ball or second-to-last ball, and what happens, darlings? She drops it. I'm sorry, it's kind of funny. You have to admit. So she was so close to being HOH, oh blop, and she drops it and has to start over again. And at that time, guess who comes in? The little rodent herself, Nicole. Nicole wins HOH for week ten. As you know, long week, long week for me, long week for Rumor and getting Effie. Okay, because well, we know I'm not a fan of her annoying. Obnoxious voice, and it's not just me, darlings. It's everybody on the internet. It's you know the Zingbot. It's you know Janelle was making jokes about it. Everybody's making jokes about it. So nobody likes her voice because she has a deviated septum. 
and she should probably get that looked at. And she just has this really whiny type of, you know, uh, the way that her language is, the way her, the way that she expresses herself. She's just a big, well, she's not big at all. She's very tiny, a very tiny little rodent whiner with a nasal twang voice. And it's just not very pleasant to listen to. I mean, I almost want to have a moment of silence for her future husband, Victor, which we know he was on her season previously when she played, but he was not the guy that she was cuddled up in bed with the whole time. He was just the other guy that was doing very good in the season, but she did him dirty. And well, he was voted out, but the guy kept on coming back. I mean, he was the real stud of the, the show. I loved Victor back then. I don't know. I'm a little bit questioning his taste in women, but whatever. She's lucky enough to have beautiful Victor as her fiancé and future husband. Like, I think it's only a few weeks away. So, she is HOH and she's really feeling her power. I mean, she is bragging and bragging about it. She was telling Enzo and Cody. Actually, I think Enzo was in the DR when she was saying this to Cody, but she was saying, well, we are so amazing. We are the best players. And well, they should have listened to Janelle because we are the better players. And Janelle was telling them that they should get us out. So really, really, you little crazy rodent, the one that was having baby hissy fits about getting Janelle out and about getting everybody out that was associated with Janelle. So that would be Kesa and that was Bailey. She was on a rampage about getting them all out. So she's, you know, delusional, basically. She's bragging about how amazing she is. She's one of the best players, everybody. That's what she thinks, and that's what she's saying. So she is discussing with Enzo and Cody, and they are sitting very pretty. They know that they have the little rodent wrapped around their finger, and they know that they'll be final three with her if she continues this winning streak. I mean, we don't have very many weeks left, so we do know that, like, they, now, with her being HOH, she won't be able to play in the HOH next time. So, they'll, they better keep her safe if they want to go to final three with her. And they better win. And she is very determined to get Memphis out. He will be her target this week. And she will put up Christmas. And Christmas will be upon, at least, you know, that's, she doesn't really, it's not like going to be the worst thing in the world, I think, for her if Christmas stayed and, you know, or if Memphis stayed and Christmas went out. But she would like to have Memphis out first because he is just the better player. And he has, even though being an old crippled man, as Memphis displays, you know, he has a bad back, he has a bad knee, he has a bad foot, whatever. And, well, he's always like, I mean, he definitely does seem like this douchey, old grandpa, but he's not that old. I mean, he's like, what, 40-something, pushing 50, but he's not that old. So, anyway, he is a better player, and it's he's devious, and, well, he's just, he he's strong, he wins competitions. 
and he knows the game very well. So he is better. You know, Christmas is good too at the game. I mean, everybody at this point is good at the game. And so anyway, that's her, her first goal is to get Memphis out and then hopefully be able to get Christmas out in her mind. Now, as I've mentioned, this is now the evil five because now it's not the evil six anymore. It's the evil five and the evil five live and thrive. And well, I don't like any of them. They're all, uh, I, I basically don't like the whole lot. I mean, they're okay. I don't really give a flying flip. So I'm very, it's very easy for me now because I'm emotionally removed. So I'm just going to, you know, tell you what I see, and we'll go through the podcast. I'll give you my little cheeky digs, and these are truthful digs. And well, we'll just go through it like that. But I'm not as emotionally divided like I was because I was really liking a lot of the past contestants that were already voted out. But with that said, I digress. Let me take a little micro dose. Hold on, darlings. <clears throat> Much better. So, darlings, as we know, those were her targets, Memphis and Christmas. Sure enough, the next day, she has to make her noms, and she nominates Memphis and Christmas. So, they're on the block. And at this point, people are very aware that, you know, this is the end of the game. So, there wasn't a lot of emotional sadness and and anything like that. The feeds are very boring. And, of course... Because these people have been so nasty editing the hell out of the shows and now editing the show's feeds. So, I mean, feeds are basically on for like three minutes and then they get off like immediately and they go to break immediately because these people say some disgusting things and well, that's their way to edit them. So they just go to break and well. It's very frustrating being a feedster because I would love to love these people. I would love to go, oh, they're wonderful. They're wonderful people. Oh my gosh, look at these products. They're wonderful. I would try to help them promote their products and I I would give them all the pats, you know, uh, through the internet that I could. But unfortunately, darlings, this has ended up being the remaining dirty Dirty five, evil five that live and thrive. So they are very boring, you know, they very concerned about any alcohol they get. They have to they literally have to take like measuring devices to make sure that they all have the equal amount of alcohol. And alcohol is so important to them. I mean, oh, they're just whining in I mean, it's like little babies wanting a bottle of milk. I mean, they're just crying, crying about having their their bottle of wine. And then they, they totally measure it out. I mean, I wish they paid a little bit more attention of equality with the cast members. Not so much the equality of trying to get the exact same amount of wine into each glass. Bloody hell. So it is a week of Nicole feeling her oats or sewing oats or whatever. I don't even know if that's the right term. She's just feeling like she is the big boss. She is the queen. And well, she is HOH. So she has been talking about being probably one of the best players in the world. So she is bragging about that. And of course, she gets her HOH 
room and her HOH basket and her HOH letter. Well, her letter was not happy for her. She was very upset about it. She was so mad because the letter read basically, you know, this was from Victor, her husband-to-be, and he was like, I'm so excited for our future together, darling. I can't wait until you get home. I miss you so much. I'm so excited. And darling, my thoughts are with you. Well, you would think that he said, F off, you bloody rodent, the way she acted. She was very upset about the letter. I guess the letter didn't have anything in about her, her puppy dogs. I understand that. She wanted, you know, you just maybe make that comment like, oh, I wish I would have heard if my dogs are okay. But no, 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 no. She was mostly mad about, she was yelling at the camera, Mom, why can't you, in her horrible deviated septum nasal voice, why can't you edit his letter? Why didn't he like it? Mom, why didn't he say he was proud of me? Well, probably, darling, because when he wrote this letter, it was weeks ago, and you were probably at your peak of awfulness when you were doing your naughty, dirty stuff today, and you were setting day up to have to be on the block the following week of of Danny's reign, and you were convincing her to keep Ian, and then you voted out Ian, and you were making fun of Ian, and you've received national news of your horrible behavior, and darling, you got your sponsorships revoked. Let's see, what else? You were micro-aggressive when you were speaking about Kesar running away, a a Muslim man in the game, saying you were afraid of him. You were making up every kind of lie you could about Janelle. You were horrible, agreeing with Danny, not standing up against Danny at all, and agreeing that Bailey probably stole Janelle's clothes when Janelle left some clothes behind as friendship to Bailey. Oh my gosh, I could go on and on. Bloody hell, we don't have enough time for this podcast. So I'm thinking that your wonderful husband-to-be was trying to avoid all your nastiness and basically explained to you that he he's sending positive thoughts your way and he can't wait until he has a future with you, you you obnoxious rodent that I honestly he better have earplugs or he better have earmuffs something because it's not going to be easy to listen to your voice nag him like a fishwife for the rest of his life. So I'm hoping that you're a little different when you're out of the house, or a lot different, and I'm hoping that you guys are happily ever after, I guess. Just right now, I'm telling you, your boyfriend, husband-to-be, was being very polite and nice, but instead, you're whining, crying to the camera. You're saying that you're really upset. He didn't say that he was proud of you. He didn't say that he was like rooting for Team Coconut or whatever your stupid name is. Whatever, okay? So he was trying to be polite, darling, without being completely honest to you that you have been a horror in this game. Now, 
Outside the game, I don't know you. I just hope you're a better person. Absolutely, I hope that. So, she was very upset about her letter from Victor, and she was very upset that she didn't get enough stuff in her basket. She also made it clear that she got her sushi on the markdown table. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's hilarious. <laughs> they gave her sushi that was like markdown. <laughs> it was like probably, you know, a couple days old or something. Anyway, she like peeled off the price tag and she said, look, this was this was a, a markdown sushi plate. <laughs> I can barely say that with a straight face. It's so funny. I mean, I, I'm like, yes, thank you. Thank you, production. Anything you can do to make my viewing more pleasurable for watching the feeds, I appreciate it. So anyway, they gave her some sushi that I guess was a day old. <laughs> and they got a discount or something. So she noticed that. She didn't get enough alcohol. She was very upset about that. She didn't get enough treats. She noticed how much her gummy bears cost. It was ridiculous. She was crying and whining that they didn't give her enough stuff. She even went downstairs after she got her basket, after everybody went to bed, and she's like, I'm going to go look in the storage room. Maybe they left something behind. Maybe there's another basket in there for me. They didn't give me enough stuff, but they gave her the equal amount that they give everybody the first reign of the HOH, but she felt slighted because she's a spoiled, privileged little brat in Big Brother, and, well, she is definitely, I don't know, something's going on why they keep on recasting this person. And well, anyway, she was very spoiled about not receiving enough gifts in her basket. So uh, the sushi thing, though, will bring laughter to me for many days to come. Okay. And she was also bragging with the boys. Now, this would be Memphis. This would be Cody, this would be, let's see, who else was in there? I think, I think Enzo was in there, okay? And so she was saying that she likes to have this title of being like an internet influencer, but she wants to be called something else. I don't really know, but she was saying that they didn't get it right. Production didn't get it right. She wanted like a bigger title. And so they just asked her questions, simple questions you would ask somebody that says that there's something. Like if you say you're an internet influencer, like literally one of the boys, I think it was Memphis, he said, oh, you mean you want to be an international mogul of the internet? And he seriously was saying this with a straight face. And she was like, no, I can't think of what I want my name to be. But she wanted a different title. And so then he goes, so how do you come up with the content of your, like with your podcast? And she goes, well, I I don't. And he goes, oh, who does it? And she's like, well, I have an assistant. So she has employees that are given to her through production, through the Big Brother system or whatever. And, well, they do all the work. And then she says that she has 
a casting agent. And so she has an agent and they provide all the workers that do everything. And then she just does her whatever podcast. It's like even scripted. So it's nothing like what I think the general public thinks it is. And she was again, really upset that Victor didn't say anything about the podcast and she started saying, well, do you think people are not listening or something like that because they don't like me now? I mean, yeah, that's exactly right. But of course, you know, Cody is like coddling her and saying, oh, no, 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 everybody loves you, Nicole. And he has to just baby the hell out of this girl. Anyway, she puts up Memphisin. Christmas on the block and well it's a very easy week because well we all know that it's Memphis is the target but if he wins the veto then they'll switch it up and it will be Christmas be the target and she'll just have to make a replacement she doesn't want to do that because you know she just doesn't want to have to put any of her final three up which would be Cody and Enzo but you know we'll see what happens with the veto and we get two, like, going towards now we're going to getting ready for veto. She first has, like, spa night with Christmas. Christmas is, by the way, driving her crazy. Again, it's bringing me life when I watch the feeds to watch her misery with having to deal with Christmas. Let's have spa day. Let's do this. Let's do that. And then she just talks about her boyfriend and, of course, her beautiful son all the time. And I think that kind of aggravates Nicole, who wants to just gossip and sit with her boys. Because Nicole is a boy's girl. She's not a girl's girl. She likes to be around the boys. And it's it's definitely out of needing that male attention. I mean, I don't really get it. She has her father. She has her brother. But she definitely needs to be with the popular boys and hang with that group. She's not into girl power at all or having any type of girl alliance. So, And Christmas is the same way. So whatever. So they have to basically micromanage Christmas. And, you know, they want it to have a spa day where they'll do face masks. And then they're rolling this little thing to stimulate the outer cells of your epidermis. I mean, maybe I'm getting a little too technical for you, but it's just basically a little miniature rolling pin about the size of a Barbie doll's rolling pin. And, well, they rub that hole over their face and it stimulates the cells. And, well, they do that. And then the camera catches Christmas and Memphis doing it to each other. But right as the camera goes into the room, Memphis's head is in Christmas's you know, where babies come out of, okay, her crotch. And it is a funny picture because we know that they're both happily involved with other people, but it's just, it was a funny picture. It was just the moment I went to hurry up and get my camera to take a shot, a picture of it. And of course it went to break because they are editing the hell out of feeds now. And so that was humorous. The cameras came back on and it was Memphis massaging her face with this little rolling pin and you know it she was in loving it enjoying it and I understand I mean you know you want to you're trying to pass the time and you also need this human connection that you don't have because you're you know you're not playing with like a, a significant other or a boyfriend or whatever you 
you know, you need like attention. So I get it. And, and I understand that. So that was just humorous. And then they get to plane veto. And well, the veto is played and it is the comic veto. So I guess there were funny little comic pictures, like there always is, where they're superheroes and they have to, you know, match up the days and the, the dates and the situation with the comic, which is all the house guests become like superhero comics that have something to do with their game. And I know, like Christmas said, oh, they made Kesar look like he had a beautiful body, not a dad's body. Like she had to put that dig in there that was so obnoxious, you know? And she goes, you know, they gave Kesar a six pack. That's how she said it, you know? And uh, it was just ridiculous. Anyway, so, and I know that they said something about Kevin loving his when he sees it. Now, we haven't seen it yet. I'm giving you all the tea because I watch feeds 24-7. And, well, I'm giving you the tea way ahead of time. We will see who wins HOH on Monday, the schedule, as Americans say, or schedule, as I say. And that is on Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday now. And on the East Coast, darlings, it is at 8 p.m., and on the West Coast, I believe it is 7 p.m. But I don't know about the middle, so you'll have to look that up. Good luck. I'm not sure. I think it's about 7 p.m., but look it up, darlings. It's cbs.com, and you'll find out when it's on. But we do know it's been moved to Monday, not on Sunday anymore. So, darlings, it's the veto, and it's the common uh, comic con, or comic comp. That's what it's called. Comic con. Comp, in other words, the comic competition, and guess who wins? Now it's all timed out, so we know like who does all this the quickest, basically. Like you, they go from the first person, and if you don't do it as fast as the first person, then you could time out, or you could get a better time, and you could be in the running to win. And everybody plays because we have. Only five players left. Guess who wins the comic veto competition? Bloody hell. I can't even believe it. Nicole again. So Nicole didn't only win HOH. She won the veto. So uh, she's the big cheese. She's, and I don't know. Where's cheese made? Wisconsin? I think that's where it is. I guess it's not Michigan. What's Michigan known for? Maybe snow? I don't know. I know that it's shaped like a mitten, but I don't know much about Michigan. So anyway, I don't know. Oh, I didn't they have cars, Ford cars or something that came out of Michigan? Yes, in Detroit. I think that's where the Ford car dealerships or whatever factories came out of. I'm not really sure. Maybe there's also like the Hershey factory or something. I don't know. Whatever. I'm sure you don't care. Anyway, so the girl from Michigan, Obli, Michigan, she won full power for the week. So Nicole is in the complete reign of the house and she's waited very clear. She wants Memphis out. So that's about it for this week so far, darlings. This is just part one, and I will be back in a couple days to 
update you who was actually voted out at eviction day on Thursday. Now, we know it's going to be Memphis because there's not that many people there. They have the three on one side. There's only two on the one side. They're both on the block. And if there was a tie, she would break the tie and she would vote Memphis out. So we're about 99.9% sure that Memphis will be going home at the end of the week. But you just never know with Big Brother. Expect the unexpected. And I will talk to you about who went home on Thursday. And again, we'll have a new HOH. And we'll discuss that. Darlings, please stay safe. Please take care of yourselves. I am sending you love from New York all over the world. Thank you for listening to me. Remember, black lives matter. Love is love. Adopt, don't shop, and take care of yourselves, my darling. Please wear a mask. I just don't want you to catch anything that you have to worry about. I want you to keep your family safe. I want you to be, you know, enjoy your lives and take care of yourselves. Cheers, darlings. Remember, this is Rumor. We're getting Effie. This is my podcast. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. And remember, I always have my cheeky posts that have great videos and pictures on all my social medias. So you can keep up and have pictures and videos and put a face to the names and the discussions. Enjoy, darlings. Cheers. Real shit, real shit. They don't want me to drip. Real shit, real shit. There's a thing on my hip. Real shit, real shit. You could be the next lick. Real shit, real shit. My whole life is a flip. Real shit, real shit. They don't want me to drip. Real shit, real shit. Took a risk that nearly cost me my life. Yeah. This so many. Wives.